Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Right here in the Bible, God is differentiating. The angel is, is differentiating between Jew and Gentile. He's making it clear that, you know, that something's, something's going on here that's focused on the Jewish people. Jeremiah called it the time of Jacob's trouble. The time of tribulation is, is very much a time when God pours out his wrath on humanity, but he's specifically chastising, disciplining the Jewish people. Not to crush them. To awaken them. It can be easy to perceive revelation as God simply hitting the reset button on all of mankind. However, Scripture specifies that the end times occur in certain stages with specific purposes. In today's message, Pastor Robert teaches us about God's plan for Israel in the last days and how they'll play an important role. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to the 10th chapter of Revelation and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message. Revelation 10, 8. Then the voice which I heard from heaven spoke to me again and said, go take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the earth. So I went to the angel and said to him, give me the little book. I love that. I just, I, that's, I, I wish I had been there to see this. I don't know, maybe, it, maybe I'm just weird, but it just strikes me because here, here we've got this, this massive angel, right? One foot on the sea, one foot on the dry land. He's holding this little book and John goes walking over to him and says, give me the book. It just, I don't know, it just hit me that way. Let me hold a book. I don't know, it's just me. And so, so he said to him, take and eat it and, and it will make your stomach bitter, but it will be as sweet as honey in your mouth. Then I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it. And it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach became bitter. And he said to me, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. Now, listen, we don't know for sure who this angel was. Some suggest actually that, it, that it's Jesus makes no sense whatsoever to me because Jesus wouldn't be swearing by the creator, the one who lives forever and ever because he lives forever and ever. He is the creator, so it doesn't work. Plus, now as we're going through this, Jesus is pretty clearly identifiable and he doesn't present himself as an angel. You know, it's, it, we just don't see that. I think this is just a great big giant angel and we don't really need to know more than that. The little book, we don't know what the little book is. We're not told what the little book is. Some suggest, oh, it's just, it's, it's that scroll that, you know, well, now Jesus is still holding the scroll. This is not the scroll. This is a little book. Well, what's the little book about? Well, I think it's those prophecies that the angel tells John, you're not done yet. You're still going to have to prophesy to these nations, these tribes, these peoples, 
You're not done yet. Why? Well, because it reflects us back to the Old Testament. I, I think it was Elijah. But there, more than one place, Ezekiel, right? Ezekiel had to eat the little, he ate the word of God. And it was sweet as honey. He eats this, John eats this, and it's sweet like honey. But as he begins to digest it, you know what it reminded me of? I get called every so often, you know, because I'm a chaplain, a volunteer with the police department. They'll call me. They have a ceremony. Maybe it's a promotion ceremony or like last week they had the, the, the police department memorial service where they remember the, the fallen officers over the decades with the police department. And they'll call me to, to come and pray at a ceremony. And I've been doing this 15 years now, but, you know, that when, when they call me, to come and pray at City Hall or, or something like that, initially it's, you know, it's, okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then when the Lord starts talking to me about what he wants me to pray, it's, oh, really? Lord, are you sure? You know who's going to be there, right? Yeah, that's kind of the point. And that's what John was going through right here. You want me to say what? To who? Really? And the butterflies all of a sudden get like they're on steroids or something, right? They're just digging trenches in your gut. That's what was going on here. Oh, it tasted great. But then nauseating when he realized the consequences of men's sin and what he's going to have to speak to the nations, to the different peoples of the earth. We're going to wrap this up. Chapter 11. Then I was given a reed like a measuring rod, and the angel stood saying, rise and measure the temple of God, the altar, and those who worship there. But leave out the court which is outside the temple and do not measure it, for it has been given to the Gentiles. And they will tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months. Now, a couple of things about this. Just side note, if you will, it clearly, right here in the Bible, God is differentiating. The angel is, is differentiating between Jew and Gentile. He's making it clear that, you know, there's something, something's going on here that's focused on the Jewish people. Jeremiah called it the time of Jacob's trouble. The time of tribulation is, is very much a time when God he pours out his wrath on humanity, but he's specifically chastising, disciplining the Jewish people, not to crush them but to awaken them. He says the Gentiles will tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months, and I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days, 42 months, clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the God of the earth, and if anyone wants to harm them, fire proceeds from their mouth and devours their enemies, powerful witnesses. If anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this manner. These have the power to shut heaven so that no rain falls in the days of their prophecy. And they have power over waters to turn them to blood and to strike the earth with all plagues as often as they desire. When they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, overcome them, and kill them. And their dead bodies will lie in the street of the great city. 
which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. So again, we're talking about Jerusalem. These guys are going to be just laying dead in the street for three, three and a half days. Then those from the people's tribes, tongues, and nations will see their dead bodies three and a half days and not allow their dead bodies to be put into graves. And those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them, make merry, and send gifts to one another because these two prophets tormented those who dwell on the earth. Now, after the three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them and they stood on their feet and great fear fell on those who saw them. And they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud and their enemies saw them. In the same hour, there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. In the earthquake, 7,000 people were killed, and the rest were afraid and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe is past. Behold, the third woe is coming quickly. Now listen, there's a lot of talk about these, these two witnesses that for roughly half of this tribulation period, they're going to be prophesying, they're going to be giving testimony concerning God and, and the things of God, the judgments of God, the wrath of God, and, and they're going to appear to be completely indestructible and, you know, have this, in, you know, incredible, you know, unique supernatural power, fire coming out of their mouths, anything they, you know, basically they, they can put any kind of plague they want for as many times as they want on other people. Crazy stuff. The whole world is going to be watching. The whole world is going to be aware. How do we know? Because the whole world is going to celebrate when the beast comes up out of the bottomless pit and ends up killing them. Finally, the whole world is going to celebrate. They're dead. They're dead. Start sending presents to one another, celebrating, and just leave them lying there in the street for three and a half days, refuse to have them buried. But then they'll rise from the dead. And ascend physically as people watch. Ascend into heaven. Now, again, this is another one of those times where my personal opinion on this is if we needed to know who they are, he would have told us. If it really mattered the identity of these two witnesses, he would have given us their identities. He didn't give us their identities. We don't know. Many people say, oh, it's, it's Enoch and Elijah, it's Moses and Elijah. We don't know. We don't know. Why speculate? We don't know. What we do know is that they're going to be uniquely powerful. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you joined us today for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com, and like our Facebook page. Keep up to date on everything happening in Main Thing Radio and receive a dose of encouragement right on your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We are blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts. But just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven. This book shares insights, research from the Bible itself, that give us a picture of what heaven will be like and may challenge some of what you previously believed about our eternal home. 
This gift is yours as our way of saying thank you for your donation to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.